Welcome to Focus on 2025. I'm Micah Moore in Singapore, and with me are my two partners, Chris Beaumont in Japan and Chris Riley in the United States. Um, Focus on 2025's expertise is in the strategic development of leadership narratives so as to help business prepare for the opportunities that will emerge by 2025. Ethics, culture, and the power of transformation will be at the heart of the changes which are coming for all businesses. In this episode, we are putting the focus once again on ethics uh, in the context of COP26. Now, COP26 uh, was the 26th United Nations Conference on Climate Change, where 200 countries have come together to solve a very big, very real and very global problem. Um, you may have seen Sir David Attenborough's keynote at COP26, where his advice was not fear, but hope. So this positivity is welcome, but it has huge implications for business as it looks towards 2025. So Chris Riley, runaway climate change and rampant inequality are ravaging the world and costing a fortune. Who will lead us to a better future? Who indeed? <laughs> Um, one of the great things that David Attenborough has achieved is that he has uh, channeled the hopes and aspirations of the young. And he's a pretty amazing role model. He's not perfect, none of us are. But for a person of his generation who has witnessed what he's witnessed, being able to connect with the next generation upon whom we are all going to rely it's pretty incredible. And so I think that's a pretty good indicator of who will lead us to the future, which is that there are going to be business leaders um, who connect to this generation and there are going to be business leaders who don't. Who don't. Uh, and if you don't connect to this generation, you're not really going to pay attention to their demands. And their demands are for a cleaner, better world. Their demands are for climate change. Their demands are for an end to inequality. And so this really becomes tied up with um, the whole talent acquisition and talent management question, which is quite simply, if you want the best people to help your business survive and thrive in the next few years, you're going to have to be on this narrative because that's where the talent's going to go. Um, and so all the stuff about ESG is incredibly valuable, social responsibility, uh, demonstrating a commitment to improve uh, is really valuable because everybody, all the people that you want to recruit uh, need you to be this way. That's what's inspiring them professionally. So, so that would be my kind of first rush at this answer, which is the business leaders who can connect to a younger generation within their own businesses, inspire them and motivate them around uh, issues of climate change and uh, equity are the ones who are going to win. And I do mean win, by the way, because if they, if they don't do this, then in the great competitive you know, morass of the global economy, if you don't do this, you're simply going to lose. Um, and so that, that, that would be how I would think about it. And Chris Beaumont, what do you think is necessary to coordinate uh, progress in this area? Have the same sort of energy as Chris Riley and uh, have the positivity and also a point of view on the future. 
Um, so the institutions need to have a, a very clear strategic leadership narrative that builds on the long term. And as Chris said, builds from a very clear ethical stance that you live every day and you walk the talk. So sustainability is broader than perhaps COP26 simply. It's about diversity. It's about inequality. And business leaders need to realize that it's about sustainable business. So businesses who do not rise to the challenge of sustainability, I think to paraphrase what Chris has just said, are just as a serious risk of being irrelevant right. and being out of business anywhere and everywhere because we are now interconnected. So it demands a change of attitude and it demands a change of behavior. It's not just marketing speak. The long-held beliefs need to be changed. It's not about finance, but perhaps more transparent and relevant metrics that are perhaps measured independently and impartially and collected and co collated coherently that then show how we're making progress. And I'd just like to take up the point. I think ESG is great for consultants, but it does not create value. It does not improve society. Improving society and being sustainable is not being compliant. It's about changing what we do. So I think we want to empower beyond just regulations. Um, so think about regenerative finance rather than return on capital employed. Think about regenerating society and community. And the culture is the glue because that gets refreshed and binds people together during periods of volatility that we're having, but also during periods of change. Because in reality, we all know that we talk about change, but we don't really like it. So let's measure what we treasure. Forget GDP and think about happiness or life satisfaction. We'll come back to that. Well, and, and what's clear in this is that there is a new urgency for strategic narratives, which are grounded in a very positive vision of sustainable business beyond 2025. Uh, and that is something we will continue to discuss on Focus on 2025. Thank you.